It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. It is Friday, May 7th, 2021, and this is Season 8, Episode 51. Yeah, buddy. So today I wanted to finish off our series on running form. Yeah, I'm going to be talking about foot placement today. And, you know, I've been thinking about this and actually was talking with somebody about this uh, earlier on today. I've really been in the back of my mind for a little while now. I've been thinking about doing a uh, kind of doing more with my YouTube page, you know, it's just something that. I've been meaning to do, and it just never got around to it, just because of this, that, and the other thing. But now it's like uh, I'm—it's really starting to, you know, it's like one of those things that you, that comes around. And you're like, it maybe it circles around. And you might see it for a little bit, and you're like, ah, and then you're like, ah, <laughs> and then it comes around again, and you're a little more excited, you know. So you know, I'm starting to get to that point where I'm like, you know, really ready to make that move and start to, you know putting some stuff with a little bit more content out on YouTube that's a little bit more informational. So yeah, that might be the that might be the official split of the TR Expert Talks and General Fitness Company Cast. TR Expert Talks uh, most likely to be more of the uh, the fitness stuff and the General Fitness Company Cast to be more of the uh, the mindset stuff that you know I, I thoroughly enjoy uh, talking about. So we'll see how I do that in the future. I'm not exactly sure I'm going to how we're going to all plan plan this out, but you know, we still have this right now. We have this episode to finish off. We have this series to finish off. Uh, so, so we uh, we still have this right now. We still have this series to finish off. So we will finish the series, and uh, we will, you know, check out what we can do from here. You know, why not? Yeah, that's gonna, and we will see where we go from here. <laughs> it's kind of been the game plan since day one, about three years ago, when I had my first episode. So yeah, so we're going to talk about foot placement, some things that you may know, some things that you may not know about running form. Uh, you know, obviously there's always things that, I, that we can learn. There's things that I still learn about running form. So I'm no, by no means the uh, running guru, but I can tell you this. I've had quite a few people that I've helped run faster and better, including a certain gentleman that uh, may have the name that rhymes with Dance Barmstrong. <laughs> yeah, he was in Philly about uh, eight years ago now, I think about. Oh, man, even longer than that. Probably about 14 years ago. Yeah, it was like 2006. So about almost 15 years ago. Yes, yeah, so anyways, yeah, he, he, he had a little running team out here, and we did a little something-something with him. So anyways, uh, <laughs> that's just another story for another time. We're going to get into this episode right now. Season 8, episode 51, running form, foot placement. Let go! All right, so uh, we're finishing our series on the running form. You know, it's interesting with this uh, this running form thing. It kind of opened up some things for me. 
on an entrepreneur thing. You know, I'm going to try to pivot and we're going to see what we can do about maybe separating this and putting like running forms and different things that are more exercise related into an actual uh, YouTube page. I do have a YouTube page, General Fitness Company, uh, General Fitness Company cast, General Fitness Company. And uh, it was something I went through, uh, I had in my mind for a while. But, you know, there's a couple people that have been saying that over the uh, over the past few months and stuff. And that's kind of what spurred me on to record this particular series on running form. And I did get a good vibe for it. I had a good feel. It felt good. Uh, it probably... I could say that uh, the this is definitely a huge turn from what I normally have in terms of my podcast episode subjects. But uh, yeah, the, it, it, we have mixed reviews, so I'm thinking that it might be that might this might officially be the split where we have TR Expert Talks and General Fitness Company Cast might uh, actually you know split into their appropriate <laughs> realms. You know, TR Expert Talks might be more fitness and General Fitness Company Cast. Might be more like the interviews and uh, more about like you know that mindset stuff. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. You know, we'll see how I can do, play the pull uh, pull some strings and get some more uh, interviews. Uh, you know, so I can get this going because I don't want to be uh, looking for interviews the week of. You know, I want to have some interviews and people lined up. So we'll see how it goes. But in the meantime, we have <laughs> our episode on running form. Our uh, our last episode to complete this series here. So. Foot placement. This is actually one of my favorite topics, and that's kind of why I saved it for last. Because yeah, yeah, the foot placement is a really important part to your running. You know, you, if if your feet are not in the right position, or if your feet aren't strong enough, uh, you, you you're not going to have. It doesn't matter what you're doing with the rest of your body. You know, you could have the strongest arms and you could have the strongest abs, but if your feet aren't going in the right place, you're still going to have some real serious in, issues uh, with injuries uh, as you go along with your running regimen. So listen, uh, we'll talk about anatomy real quick. I'm going to keep it basic because, you know, I know you're not trying to be a physical therapist or a personal trainer. You're probably just trying to take your exercise or your running game to the next level. So, you know, there's three parts of the foot that we're concerned with when it comes to running. It's the toes, the ball of the foot, and the heel, as well as maybe the forefoot. That's kind of like right up, right, almost where that arch of your foot is, right behind there, going closer towards uh, the, uh, towards the heel. So those things are the most important because those are essentially what you uh, have account for your lift uh, or excuse me for your push and your uh, absorption of shock. So the way I like to describe the foot placement is essentially to think about the bottom of your foot or your foot as the bottom of a rocking chair. Never at any point in time do you have your you know the front of the rocking chair on the floor or the very back of the rocking chair on the floor. You pretty much have like a you know a, a space that's about eighty percent. That's uh, 80% that's on the ground. And that's kind of how it works uh, with, uh, with running. You know, you're never going to have the, your, the back of your heel on the ground. And you're never going to be running on your tippy toes. So those are two things that you can obviously just kind of scratch off as uh, <laughs> general knowledge when it comes to running. So what you want to do, you know, essentially we just kind of went through the anatomy here. The toes, the ball, the foot, forefoot, and heel. Obviously... Uh, there's more more aspects to this, but like, as, again, I'm trying to keep this as, this as basic, basic as possible for you so you can follow along. So what you want to do at, at any point in time is, again, I, you don't want to land on your heel. What you want to do is first when you're lifting your knee up and putting it back down on the floor, you want to actually not put it straight down. All right. It might feel like you're putting it straight down, but now all actuality, you're putting it slightly ahead of you. You're not, you're not actually landing it straightly, uh, straight ahead of you. What's happening is that you're lifting that knee up, 
putting the foot down underneath you. It lands underneath you, but you're reaching your leg out and your foot out in front of you. Because obviously what you're doing is that you are moving forward through space and you're putting your foot, you're landing your foot in front of you. What's going to happen is you're going to be stopping yourself with each motion, with each step. What's happening is that you're going to be putting, applying backward force essentially to your butt, to your, uh, to what you're doing. So you want to put your foot in front of you or you want to reach your foot in front of you, but you actually want to land almost underneath your body. Now, when you're landing underneath your body, what you're going to do is you're going to push, you're going to kind of land on that forefoot almost towards the heel, but not quite the heel, more on that forefoot and the ball of the foot. Okay, so it's almost like you're trying to land on the arch of your foot. And then when you land with the, you know, almost that arch of the foot, the ball of the foot and the forefoot, you're going to push off your toes. So that's why these are important parts here to your run, because it's, it's very important to understand that, like, if you reach too far forward, you're going to be on the back of your heels and that's going to be stopping. If you reach too far back behind you, obviously, you're going to trip on your face because you won't have anything that's going to be propelling you forward. So let's talk about some contraindications, some things that might happen. Obviously, we kind of segued into that. But if you are landing with your heel out in front of you, like uh, we've talked about this before, but you're, w- when you run, you're putting, well, when you walk, you put seven times your body weight on each joint. That's just walking. So running, you know, you can range anywhere between 14 to 20, 20 times your body weight, depending on how much force you can exert. So you can imagine, you know, 14 to 20 times your body weight on each one of your joints, muscles. Uh, well, your muscles, are, your muscles are built to t- absorb that. But, you know, imagine that impact on your body. Of course, you're uh, support, supposed to absorb it to a point, but your body is supposed to absorb it, you know, we're... Con- kinesiology is all about the study of movement and there's a reason why there's a study of movement because there's a lot of different ways to move there's only a small specified range of efficient movement okay so what happens essentially uh, what happens in the case that when you're reaching your foot too far in front of you you're putting all that pressure on your joints and you have no way to actually absorb that shock because it's going straight into your bone that heel you're calcaneus, if you will. I told you, I I said I wasn't going to use any jargon, but you're calcaneus. (laughs) So you don't want to do that because you just don't have enough force. You're going to be, you're going to end up using a lot more hamstring than you need to. And you're going to fatigue your hamstring because what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to pull through a lot more as you, as you try to propel your body forward. And not only do you have to pull through, but you also have to pull your, your leg up and back behind you. You already have that as part of your running cycle. You're, no matter what, you have to pull your heel up, back behind you, and back up over that knee so you can take that next step. So you don't want to have that step too far forward because you're going to fatigue your hamstrings and your push-off is going to be very minimal. All right, and again, like, you know, pretty, this is pretty much evident here. It's like if you don't reach your feet out far enough, you're not going to have enough balance. So you're going to be constantly falling forward. Now, they say that running is essentially like controlled falling. And it is in a way, but it's less, I would say it's less a controlled falling and more of a controlled hop, right? A controlled jump. And actually jumps are normally controlled, but it's more of like a, it's kind of like a controlled jump because each time you, you run, both your feet are going to actually be off the ground. And that's the difference between running and walking, to be honest with you. When you're, when you're running, at least one foot is going to, or excuse me, when you're walking, at least one foot is going to be on the ground. When you're running, 
yet there's a point in time when both feet actually do leave the ground. So that being said, you want to make sure that you're uh, landing with that foot directly underneath you. Now, these are some things that I do see a lot of people end up doing, uh, doing when they're trying to master that, uh, getting that foot underneath them. Now, you have that dorsiflexed and uh, what we'll call it pointed, all right? So flexed and pointed, right? So we have dorsiflexed toes, right? And then the dorsiflexed toes are when you have your toes facing up towards the sky, right? You, have your, you pretty much have your, your, your foot is parallel to the ground. All right, now you have pointed toes. Obviously, you kind of know what that means. Your toes are going to be pointing down towards the floor. Now, you see a lot of people, they don't, may not have a lot of calf strength or they may not have a lot of ankle mobility. So when they land each step, their foot slaps on the floor because their toe is pointed on the ground. Okay, so if you point that toe, what's going to happen is you're slapping your foot. You're going to have some real serious uh, anterior tibialis, some serious shin injuries. You're going to have some shin splints because your foot's going to constantly be trying to absorb that shock of you slapping the toes on the floor. Conversely, if you have not so good balance and you, ha- you can maybe dorsiflex your toes, you have pretty strong calf muscles. A lot of people have this issue. They have really strong calf muscles. So they get a lot of calf injuries because they are good at dorsiflexing. However, they don't have the... Uh, they don't have the strength to actually push off their toes or they, have the, they don't have the strength to actually, this is actually, I would say pointing your toes is probably more so, pointing and flexing your toes, even though it might be a foot thing, is actually more so a function of your, your, your core. It's a function of your pelvic floor, actually. I talked about this the other day. And it's essentially like if you can't push, if you can't pull your toes up, and push off. It doesn't. It means that you don't have enough strength in your hip flexors and your pelvic floor to lift your knee up fast enough and strong enough so that you can place your foot down, push off your toes, and cycle your your ankle up and over your knee again. So essentially, what you want to do. I mean, it's like that's why it's kind of hard to break up running form into like different parts that you might need to work on because a lot of these things, as it as it is with any kind of exercise routine. A lot of these things are interconnected. So you might have some issues with like your uh, with your hip flexors or something like that. You might always have problems with your hip flexors. But the hip flexor issue might not be that you don't have strong enough hip flexors. It could be that, but it also could be that you don't have enough uh, interabdominal pressure or interabdominal uh, strength. Uh, you don't have enough pelvic floor activation to lift your knees up and keep your body upright while you're putting your foot on the floor while lifting keeping your feet up and not slapping the ground so i mean if we're gonna just go basically you know it's it's like again it's hard to break up these separate things and it's hard to get these contraindications for specific parts because it's always a function of a of a a system rather than parts so shin splints normally a function of you not lifting your toes up as you run calf issues normally a pelvic floor problem core strength problem Something that you need to work on helping your uh, helping your your feet out by staying upright and being able to push off those toes. So yeah, I mean that's kind of how it goes with the uh, contraindications. Now, how can we fix that, right? So you have the you have these issues. So how can you fix that? Well, we're going back to our old steady planks. Planks are good. They're always good for the core. And actually, single leg planks are really good 
if you do it with, a t- with your toes dorsiflex, because they actually help you uh, strengthen your feet as well as your quads and your hip flexors. Uh, another thing you can do, single leg standing, standing on one foot, bending over with one foot off the ground, working your vestibular system, that's really good for your ankles. Uh, another thing you can do that people don't think about as runners is walk. Now, why would you walk? Now, the reason why you walk is not for cardio. It's actually to get the mileage on your feet. It's to get your feet stronger so they have the capability of carrying you those miles that you want to run, right? So like a lot of people, they take time off. They take these active recoveries, which is good. You want to take active recoveries, but active recovery could be something that maybe is a lesser version of what you are currently trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like... I would say, like, I mean, don't go for like a five mile walk for your active recovery if you're going, for, if you're doing distance runs, but it's a good idea to make sure that you're strengthening your feet. You know, obviously, you do want to have days that are just rest days in general, too, but like on active recovery days, days that are intentionally built in so that you're not putting a pounding on your joints, it might be good to do these things that are like, you know, a little bit more gentle that still mimic what you're trying to improve, right? So, you know, instead of doing like, you know, CrossFit or just going for like a doing stretching stuff or whatever, you know, it's good to get your feet stronger, go for walks and, you know, keep your keep those feet and be aware of your, you know, of, of your feet when you're walking. You know, that's another thing, too. You, know, you can go for a walk, but it's good to be aware of your feet. So, I mean, that, that's just like it's really those things that you can do. Obviously, calf raises are another thing you can do. Uh, another thing you do is toe, li- toe lifts, you know, just have your feet on the floor, lift your toes up. Calf raises, uh, in case you didn't know, or when you lift your heel off the floor. So, you know, you have your heel coming off and then you have your toes coming off. So those are good. The, the calf raises obviously are good for your calves and the toe lifts are good for the front of your leg, which is your, your uh, shins or your anterior tibialis. Uh, so, yeah. I think we kind of. I think that kind of covers everything that I wanted to talk about with respect to uh, running form. At least for right now, I'm sure I could think of a billion other things to talk about. But I wanted to make this as general as possible. I'm probably going to review it again, and we'll talk about it maybe a few months into the future when it's uh, running season again towards the fall. But yeah, I just wanted to put that out there for you. You know, if you did enjoy this, feel free to leave a rating or review. Let me know what you thought about this, and let me know if you're if you would like to see more of these, like on the podcast, or you know what your thoughts are on me splitting up the podcast, General Fitness Company Cast, and TR Expert Talks. You know, you obviously you can all write me an email as well, info at generalfitnesscompany.com. Let me know what the what your thoughts are, uh, anything that you might I I might have missed, or that you might want me to add to the uh, next ser- next running series. All right, so yeah, I do appreciate you listening to this series. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. I just appreciate you listening and uh, sharing, of course. <laughs> All right, so that does it for my day. It does it for my week. Take care, my friend. And as always, keep good company. <laughs>